Hi, my name is Brandon Laird, and you are listening to a Salvationist.ca podcast. Stories and news from the Salvation Army, Canada, and Bermuda Territory. Welcome to the Salvationist COVID-19 Response Podcast, a series where we talk about how the Salvation Army has responded to the COVID-19 crisis. Today, I have the privilege of talking with Major Terence Hale. Terence is the Territorial Youth Secretary for the Salvation Army. He's an experienced officer with a demonstrated history of working in church leadership and the nonprofit industry. Pleasure to have you with us today, Terence. Thank you, Brandon. It's good to be here. Thanks for coming on the show today, Terence. I'm curious how you're doing with your life these days. Uh, I don't think quarantine hasn't been uh, treating me too poorly, I don't believe. Our family is uh, doing well. I have two kids, uh, 12, a 12-year-old girl, and our son uh, just turned 15 on the 1st of May, so he had a uh, quarantine uh, COVID birthday, as they've been saying. And uh, But we've been doing well. Schooling's been going well for them, and um, I've kept up my exercise uh, regimen during uh, during quarantine. So I, I've been doing well, keeping uh, keeping keeping active and, and moving about. So it, it hasn't been bad at all. Um, we're looking forward to the longer days and such uh, as, as summer keeps coming to us. But it's it's been good these past uh, uh, few weeks, um, several weeks have been have treated us treated us well for sure. It's good to hear. I have some questions for you today around the Salvation Army and youth across the territory. The first question I have is. Salvation Army camps have been canceled due to safety issues around the COVID-19 pandemic. Can you tell us about that decision, how people are feeling, and what the future holds? Oh, for sure. Um, obviously, camping is a major ministry of the Salvation Army, both uh, as far as our public uh, service to the public goes. It's, a, it's something we are privileged to be able to engage uh, the public with, providing these camping ministries. It's also a rich heritage within our church as well is a part of how we celebrate and disciple our, our young people. So any decision to uh, postpone a camping season uh, didn't uh, wasn't arrived too easily. Um, you know, camping has been happening in, in the province of Ontario, for example, for over 100 years and across our, our territory in different formats for decades. And so uh, this will be the first time in uh, the history of camping within our territory that uh, we will not have a camping season this summer. So uh, this difficult decision and dictated a bit by the circumstances around us, as you can appreciate the idea of overnight camping and having uh, children and young people and leaders and adults living and, and, and breathing together in close quarters um, is not very conducive to controlling the spread of, of virus or disease. And it was not very conducive to doing our part to be socially responsible towards flattening the curve of COVID-19. So a decision was made several weeks back that we would not move ahead with the camping ministry as far as overnight uh, camping is concerned. Uh, But we also realized that uh, as hard as that was, it was the necessary um, decision. As a premier recently said, I heard uh, recently one of the the briefings that um, the politicians do that uh, we can't take chances when it comes to our, our young people. And so while you would hope that uh, by the summer months that things would have been different, a uh, decision had to be made to, uh, to, make, uh, to be responsible and move forward and then to be able to prepare ourselves for what ministry would look like uh, outside of camping ministry uh, for the summer. Many people, of course, found this decision disappointing and um, 
it, it was uh, disheartening for many who love camp and camp's a major part of their, their summer ministry. It is uh, for us within the Salvation Army, our most effective ministry when it comes to introducing folks and, and, and having them understand what a relationship with Jesus Christ is all about. So our hearts are heavy to not be, have that opportunity, but very recently, um, a group of our DYSs were able to sit down and brainstorm together about what the summer now looks like without a regular overnight camping ministry. And how can we take the important things that camping offers, the things that camping brings to our community? One, it brings safety, a safe environment for young people. It brings an opportunity to build community where that may not be the case. It brings leadership development um, for our young adults who work at camp. It's also an opportunity to share the love of Jesus Christ. And it's an opportunity to, to grow people together. And we thought, okay, how do we go ahead and still do that, even though regular overnight camping won't take place? And it was great to sit down and brainstorm how that might happen across the territory. And so people, yes, are feeling disappointed about losing the camping season. But we are trying to encourage ourselves to think about not what is lost, but what is yet possible. And uh, we're hoping and praying as we look to the future in the months of the summer ahead of us, uh, that uh, even greater things can be accomplished in this very unique uh, season. And that we're looking forward to what, uh, what lies ahead of us, even as we uh, spend one summer without our regular um, overnight camping uh, ministries. I just heard from my wife, who's a school teacher, that the premier has canceled the rest of the school year in Ontario. So it seems like everyone's taking the precautions quite seriously. And it's really encouraging to hear that you guys are trying to innovate and use this time to continue ministry in a new way. Yeah, well, we, as we said, in these circumstances, and I believe if, if you're listening to this series of podcasts and maybe listening to how the Stubbish Army is responding to the COVID-19 pandemic, um, I would hope that the earmark of that is innovation, realizing that uh, while roadblocks may come or doors may close, it is not a, a message saying we can't do our ministry. It is just showing us and forcing us to grow and adapt and innovate. And that um, these are not closed doors. They're just opportunities to do ministry in different ways and in some circumstances be even more effective. And so uh, that is our hope for camping ministry, that as we do things a little different this summer, uh, that uh, we'll see even more effectiveness in our in our ministries. Thanks for that. Another thing that has been postponed, it was the Voici Territorial Youth Congress that was going to be in Montreal. A virtual meeting is set up to take place May 23rd on your Facebook page. What can young people expect? Yeah, it was disappointing too to, to have to postpone Voici. Uh, the Territorial Youth Congress. But when we began to dream about that Territorial Youth Congress, uh, we had this idea that uh, the young people that attended, when they left, they would leave with a dynamic vision for themselves and the Salvation Army in Canada and Bermuda. And so um, this event taking place on May 23rd, an online gathering of, of youth and young adults from across our territory to celebrate the date, the original date of the Congress, and to uh, bring people together in these days of social distancing, we have that same goal, that even in this shorter gathering, that people would be encouraged uh, from the idea that God is doing new things. And we, we kept that verse that is our theme verse for the Congress, Isaiah 43, and, and where it says that God says, behold, I am doing a new thing. And so our hope is that the young people that attend will 
have that spark within their lives to see afresh what God is doing in these days of pandemic response, in these days of social change, in these days of anticipating a new normal. What does it mean for me as a young salvationist in this territory? What does God have for me? What does ministry look like for me? So we're praying that people will leave that event with a renewed vision and a dynamic vision of God's plan for the Salvation Army in these days and God's plan for them. To help accomplish that, we've tried to bring all the different dynamic little elements of what would have been the Voici Congress, uh, Congress in Montreal, into this uh, 90-minute event. So it's a bit of a, uh, a challenge, but we are excited to have uh, three of our worship leaders that would have originally uh, been a part of our event in Montreal to have Neon, our territorial worship band, uh, the Blue East, a great worship group from Newfoundland, and also Jude St. Demay, who is a, a bilingual worship leader from who works with the Salvation Army in the USA Central Territory. They'll be joining us. In addition, it was great to have Danielle Strickland as one of our speakers, as well as Major Rock Marco, and our own territorial commander, Commissioner Floyd Tater, who will be bringing uh, the Word of God to us in different segments. So young people can expect to have great worship, some great teaching from the Word, some challenging uh, teaching from the Word, some time of prayer and testimony, and also a bit of fun and games. So we've got uh, some exciting things planned as well, some great giveaways and surprises. So we're looking forward to a great time of worship and teaching and learning and challenge uh, together on uh, May 23rd. It sounds like you're still making it quite interesting and, and engaging for the people across the territory. Well, we're, we're doing our best. We're looking forward to it. We're hoping maybe this may be one of the largest online gatherings of Salvationist young people in our territory. Uh, we're hoping that uh, a lot of people are going to be connecting in. And this is uh, an event of, of a certain level that we've never done before. So we're trusting God to uh, make it as impactful as possible. Speaking about young people, what are some ways young people can still be active in the Salvation Army during this time where there are so many restrictions? I think that's a very interesting question because I think the answer to that has morphed over time. Um, if if you were to ask me, have asked me this eight nine weeks ago, uh, my direct answer would have been, "What do you? How do you take this disturbance in your life and allow that to be God's voice speaking to you?" Uh, I hope that these times have driven us uh, and our young people to realize: uh, Do I spend? Can I spend more time in prayer? Can I listen more closely to God's voice? God doesn't bring disturbance or allow disturbance into our life and and bring us through seasons of change uh, without some end goal. And so I think one of the main things I would still challenge young people to ask when they think about how do I remain active and what does it look like in these days within the Salvation Army is, have you asked the question to God, what is it that you wanted to tell me? What is it, God, you want to speak into my life in these days? Because nothing is wasted in the economy of God. It's so amazing that even the darkest times of our lives and the challenges we face, even in the darkness of something like a global pandemic and so many lives being lost and, and so many things being changed and things being missed and separation, God does not waste those things. He has something to teach us. So I would begin by challenging you to to seek God's face, to be in prayer and say, you know, what is it, God, you want to be teaching me in these days? But as the pandemic response has progressed and as our time of social distancing, and we've gotten used to this uh, normal of of being uh, set up like we are. I believe that's begin to shift and change as well as more and more opportunities are available to us to what it looks like to serve in these days. So I think a few things in this day and age as we hopefully are moving towards the latter stages of uh, some of our isolation 
is that we begin to ask the question of uh, where does God want me to serve? Um, I would challenge young people to be in prayer in these days and to be saying, God, what, how do you want me to reach out? How do I reach out now to my, my, my friends, uh, my social networks, the people I was going to school with, the people I, on, I was on teams with or different groups with that we haven't been able to see? Maybe as a young person, I know the love of Jesus Christ and I have that joy in my life, but we know there's so many that you're connected with, that each of us are connected with that don't. Maybe God is saying in these days that we need you to speak out and reach out and bring that hope and that peace that you have uh, to others. And so there's those very broad ranging sort of ways. You can be praying, you can be serving, you can be reaching out, you can be, you can be evangelizing, you can be talking to your friends, you can be extending your social networks and leveraging them for kingdom growth. And there's also then the very practical things. As restrictions begin to ease now, there's these opportunities for everyone to be able to volunteer. Uh, within the social uh, distancing regulations and health regulations to volunteer, to serve. Maybe you can be checking with your core officer and saying, hey, you know, is there something that you need done? Do you need help managing some of uh, the technical pieces, if that's your thing, or social media pieces of of your your church's ministry? Can I help with the food bank? Can I help uh, deliver or sort packages? Uh, Are there ways that I can be a, a practical support to you? And I think also there's a great way for young people in these days is that you can be writing out, reaching out, reach out to your core officer, reach out to your, your local officers and people in leadership in your church and encourage them and tell them that you're praying for them. And I think the final thing I'd just like to leave you with is to be praying in these days and to be challenged and say, okay, God, what is the next steps? What does it look like now for me to step into this new reality of ministry? And to pray that God will give you generous eyes to see what God has planned for the days ahead. Though we don't know exactly how things are going to look, we do know that there's going to be a great opportunity for continued ministry. And uh, we need young people across the territory who are are just seeking God's face and saying, what is my place and where do you want me to step into? So I think if you call your core officer, he or she's going to give you plenty of practical things you can do and serve and ways you can serve. But I think in addition to that, there's many deep spiritual exercises and practices you can be doing in these days to be praying for others, reaching out to others, and positioning yourself to step into greater ministry in the days ahead. Those are really good, encouraging words. Do you have any examples or have you heard of young people serving others during this pandemic? Yeah, if we take the the bracket of youth and young adults that we that we kind of focus on and serving across the territory. Of course, I could give you the examples of we have Salvationist young people who are healthcare professionals. I had a privilege of talking to um, a few of those in these past few weeks who are serving uh, as registered nurses or respiratory therapists, and they're they're still young people in their their mid to twenties, and they're just they're living a sacrificial life and and serving in that way. And that's wonderful to see. And there's other young people who are frontline uh, responders who are serving in other aspects. I know of young people in early 20s who are working in grocery stores. And I think that's an amazing thing because uh, I've heard from these people that, you know, there's just not a lot of people to want to work in grocery stores right now, right? You know, the frontline service provision people. And it's great to see young people, maybe some they don't have, you know, because they don't have children or they don't have family connections and they're a bit more, uh, feel a bit more secure in their health and those other pieces are willing to go out and serve in those ways. And so there's countless stories of young people across our territory that are really serving on the front line and, and doing that work and we celebrate them. And we also, 
we have stories and accounts of of young people and teenagers in those pieces. I know there's a young girl in Mississauga who uh, who's been doing online babysitting for uh, for people, uh, and literally across the country and around the world. Her and another young person through Zoom do uh, childcare for uh, for parents while they're working at home to kind of reach out and to uh, and be present and to give the parents a few moments either to take care of things at home or if they have some work things and they entertain the children and engage um, engage with them. And there's great stories of even children um, and, and young, young adults and teenagers who were delivering packages to people's doors or around Easter time, there's a lot of door drops happening, just wishing people a happy Easter. So there's been wonderful stories arising across our territory of uh, young people of all ages who have been asking, really listening to the Spirit and saying, how can I share the love of Jesus, either through how I work or what I say or what I do? And uh, God has been blessing that, and it's been a, a fruitful time for that type of service. That's so good to hear. Thank you, Terrence, for taking time out of your day to give an update and share some insights on what's going on. These are unusual times, and it's encouraging to hear how the Salvation Army is working to engage children, youth, and young adults in their neighborhoods. And that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening to the Salvationist COVID-19 Response Podcast. For new episodes, be sure to visit salvationist.ca slash podcast. For more Army news, visit salvationist.ca. And if you would like to get the news delivered directly to your inbox, sign up for the weekly email newsletter at salvationist.ca slash newsletter.